my buddy, we just found this out. He's been betting on UFC fights a lot. Yeah. And he would be like, I picked Nate Diaz and he won. Why am I not winning? Like he was getting, he was like, bro, I'm placing these bets and they're taking my fucking money. I've lost like hundreds of dollars. Bro, we checked. He wasn't betting on fighters. He was betting on over-unders of rounds. <laughs> <laughs> and he had no idea for yeah, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For months was like, I picked him to win. And we're like, no, you picked a first round knockout. <laughs> <laughs> This is a Your Last Resort production. And welcome back to the Your Last Resort podcast with your host, Brandon Lejean. This week, it's episode 124, and I'm joined by my very special guest, Tony Casillas. Thank you for doing the podcast. Hola, por favor. Oh, si, es, está bien. Muchas gracias para atendo mi, el, como se dice, podcast? Two quesadillas, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can do. That's Dude, it's so rude do. of us. We should have, uh, I can't believe we're doing this podcast after the day of the queen passing. After it, she died a graceful death. A graceful death at 96. At 96. <laughs> she probably invaded a brown country we haven't even heard of right oh. before she died. <laughs> she goes, let's invade! <laughs> and she sent like fucking four of those silent troops over there. <laughs> With the big puffy oh, things yeah, yeah, on yeah. their heads. And they just stabbed some children, <laughs> took over, and then she's Be like, I can die in peace uh, now. Knowing that other people are <laughs> oppressed, I feel safe. <laughs> Beans and crumpets. Beans and crumpets. <laughs> No, my, that... my daughter-in-law is a whore that broke my family. She dated a ginger, and that's the most disappointing part. This is why we'll never let the Browns in our family. Never, ever let the Browns them... break families. <laughs> they teach them hip-hop music <laughs> and ruin family. I never listened to hip-hop. I heard Jay-Z. And my son, or my grandson, has 99 problems and a bitch is one. And that is unacceptable, <laughs> frankly. Unacceptable. It's not. It's not good. <laughs> she died. Dude. Uh... dude, people are, like, upset about it. That's my favorite part, is the people They upset. actually care. Who gives a fuck? The queen, like, my favorite part is the Americans that care. Yeah. Because they're like, it's it's bad for politics over there. The queen doesn't run the country, bro. They have a thing called a prime minister. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not, this queen is like, it, it would be like Kim Kardashian dying, but less exciting. Like, Kim Kardashian is actually probably more important to the U.S. than the queen is to England, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe that's a little You're bit of it. Kardashians a lot of credit. <laughs> You're right. I'm just the pro queen, Kardashian. You know, that's a family that's lived decades and decades. Yeah. This family got famous because she could suck a dick. Okay, you're right. <laughs> like, you're I, right. My I bad. don't know about the queen's like fucking fellatio game, <laughs> but like, you know, they've just. Yeah. Well, they. You know, they can't like because I started getting into English Premier League soccer. Yeah. Dude, they canceled all the games this yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the boxing, like everything. I didn't realize that it would be such. A big deal over there. It's because like they have nothing to live for over there, <laughs> yeah. you know. And, and it's like when they, when she dies, they're like, "What's next?" You know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's always raining. It's all tea so bad. I have beans every day for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, My yeah. breath smells. Are we still getting beans now that the queen's dead? Because <laughs> she signed. If you want beans, she signs all the bean bills. She's a, oh yeah. That's she's what the a, queen does in England. Their she's economy the, is going to yeah, collapse without her. She, yeah, she's the number one bean. <laughs> Uh, uh, economist strategist <laughs> in England. Well, did you hear that? There was apparently that rumor because, like, 
like 10 months ago she got like mad sick and everyone was like oh the queen's gonna die like it was reported that they were getting all the plans in but then it started to leak that they realized that if she died she would have served 69 years and they were like well we can't do that she'll be a fucking meme her whole life so she was like there was a point like 10 months ago if you look it up everyone thought the queen was gonna die just like this and then she like kind of disappeared from public eye like the joe biden treatment where you're like is it a robot what the fuck is going on and then when she passed now, it had, it had already entered a month or two into her 70th year. So people are saying that they kept her alive so no one could meme her for the rest of her life. I don't know. That would I, be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. They gave her some, like, adrenochrome or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a bunch of baby fetuses been injected into her. Yeah. That'd be great. Would you want to live that life? A royal life? No. I mean, I, I bet you her royal life from, like, 20 to, like, 45 was fucking great and then it probably think though because they probably like i don't i don't really know what a queen does it just seems like my thing is like it's not like being like a actor or like a an athlete where you get to be like a star yeah and then live like a rock star lifestyle you have to live like this richy ditchy i guess it's true fucking you know dress like it's 17 you wear powdered wigs and shit Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you have to like talk proper that would be le- you're actually okay you're right cuz you're right like there's pro- like as the queen you have a certain standard to yeah, uphold. Yeah yeah yeah. You can't just like yeah I guess you can't fuck around. Like it's probably can't just why just wear loafers on a Sunday. No dude, you got to be always dolled up in horse-drawn carriages, no cars. No cars. Just shitty 1880s <laughs> technology. <laughs> it reminds me of when I was a child. I think of grandpappy. Also she's dead now. I think we should just give it up. Yeah. Bring something new in, dude. Switch switch it up. Oh like I don't know, not not a king and a queen anymore. Cause now, like, who becomes king king and queen? Is it Megan? Is it the people who left? Like, I think the, it's one of, is it Charles? It's the old dude, right? The really old, scary yeah, old looking dude. Yeah, I think he was king. And then I read, and now here's the problem: I read headlines, and then I don't find out if they're real or not. Like but, a real American. Exactly. But the headline I saw was that he immediately resigned as king when he took over. So it's moving down again to oh, the shit. next because he was like, "I'm too old to do run the country. Put the next in line." But they don't run the country. That's or like you know to take on kingly duties or whatever. I mean, it can't be that hard. So is it, it going to be Prince Charles? That's. It. I think it's them would be the because next in Meg, line. Who is Meghan's husband? That's Prince Harry, right? Yeah, Prince Harry. Because they, they left. They left, so then it would drop down again. I did see someone put up like a timeline, and if we like assassinate like three people, the king would have to be a four-year-old baby, which is pretty <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> Just some Game of Thrones shit having a baby run. I want all the Legos. (laughs) I want all the Legos. The girls must be put in prison because they have cooties. They are nasty. They are nasty. Everyone gets nap time. He becomes a four-year-old like British Trump. (laughs) All girls, I've been always saying it, all girls have cooties. We build a wall. Keep them out. Around the girls' I like that he's kind of special. Your version of the kid. Come on, he's inbred too. Yeah, yeah. We're all inbred. We build the wall around the girls' (laughs) bathroom, and we keep the cooties out. That would be fucking awesome, dude. He, yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Like, I don't. You know, I should actually. I'm gonna take a second to see what the the king and queen actually do because they just do incest. Yeah, I mean, they can't be doing too much like important shit because like. None of those people seem smart, you know? Yeah, I think, I think honestly, maybe. I think it's just a tourist attraction. Yeah, I think that's what... I think they're like... I think they do like ribbon-cutting ceremonies. Ribbon-cutting, you know, knighting. 
you know, knighting like Elton John. Dude, they have, it says, okay, so in a monarchy, the king or queen is the head of state. The British monarchy is known as a constitutional monarchy. That means that the sovereign is the head of the state. So that means they have the ability to make and pass legislation that resides in parliament. So that like, okay, although the sovereign no longer has a political political or executive role, he or she continues to play an important part in life of the nation. So yeah, they just do like, basically like ribbon cutting things. They show up to stuff. They like speak and are like our house passed great rules today but they don't do shit how much is that family worth oh i can't even imagine get, billions I, don't right they get, don't they get taxpayer money yeah and they're exempt from taxes too i believe royal family wealth because yeah dude i mean i mean like dude they were saying that she's oh <laughs> <laughs> how much do you think they're worth dude uh based off that reaction i'm gonna say like 1.5 bill 28 billion dollars in holdings the royal family is accustomed to by forbes that's what forbes and that means there's probably more how much money is in england what's england's like it, like their whole country yeah what's the country england's country net worth because that dude 28 billion that's up there like the biggest cartel leaders yeah, ever yeah, yeah. had 30 billion so they're cartel yeah, yeah, they're numbers. Like fancy cartels. Yeah, okay. List of countries by total worth. Okay, this is gonna be like the most unproductive way to find it. Okay, so they they come in at uh, fifth. The United Kingdom comes in at fifth in the country, and their total wealth. How is the? How are they only worth fifteen billion dollars? The country. They're worth the royal family. <laughs> is worth double the country. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. I say, oh. yeah, dude. I say, I say the British people should do what America did mm -hmm. and just rise against and just take their wealth. That'd be, yeah, dude. That'd be so sick. A re like a revolutionary war over in Britain. Yeah, why should those like fifteen <laughs> people? That would be funny. Yeah. Their own revolution. Oh my god. Why should fifteen people have like twenty eight billion dollars? Yeah, that's a, that's we're insane. doing nothing. That's yeah. we're just being born into for that fucking family. each other. Yeah, just like all you got to do is like. Push out one kid or come in a girl and boom, 20 Like, people billion. hate Meghan Markle. I kind of fuck with her. Yeah. She went in, fucking little attitude. Yeah. Shows... Fucking tore the place down. Yeah. And people, like, dude, the dude who left it, leaving $28 billion? Yeah. They could have put me in a gimp suit every day and I wouldn't leave, dude. <laughs> 28's dude, a lot. I bet you it sucks. Yeah. I bet you. doesn't. Don't you think if he left all that, it must suck? Uh, it's got to be terrible. There's got to be so much, like... I think I feel like they were kind of more like social justice warriors, not like social justice warriors, but very into that. And I yeah. feel like they're well, not to get like super political, but the UK has like a really bad problem with like immigrants, like the same as America, where they're like a lot of the country hates immigrants. Yeah, yeah. And also like the queen that just died. There are quotes of her being like colonialism is great. We conquered those African <laughs> countries. They're ours. If they didn't want it, they shouldn't have let it happen. It's she 1945. And I want that place. She was really a bad person, dude. <laughs> like, this was in the 1900s. She was like, the Africans are ours. What are you talking about? <laughs> she was a crazy lady, dude. A crazy fucking lady. I want to look this up. What in the day you of the... You should have let us invade you. Yeah. Shouldn't have let it happen. You wouldn't have died Which... of AIDS. Okay, here we go. A day in the life of the queen. A look at her life. Okay, let's see. This is written... Let's do this. Okay, Queen Elizabeth, blah, blah. Okay, she wakes up at about 8.30 in the morning. Uh, she is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
the one that was good. Uh, Her Majesty is greeted by the sounds of bagpipes each morning oh, at nine. I would kill myself. The piper plays on the terrace beneath her apartment at Buckingham Palace. She usually takes a bath, having breakfast alone, and it's usually cornflakes fr- and fresh dried fruit. So okay. far, this sounds pretty terrible. Bagpipes she, and cornflakes. It sounds like she lives in my grandma's life that was uh, in San Antonio, on Texas. Who, hello? I was a little worried. Me, well, me too, because I, because I was like, it was not only was it a different voice, but it sounded like slightly. Do they just check you don't have like drugs and stuff? I actually like it was called uh, like a mandatory unit inspection. They were sending a bunch of emails, and I guess like they have to come around once a year. He literally just said, "Let me check in the bathroom." I think he was making sure like. This wasn't like a crack den, basically. Yeah, yeah. I bet you they checked to make sure there's not just drugs. I hid, I hid my drugs. Yeah. I knew they were coming. No, I bet you, but like a drug operation. I bet you if they found oh. a little. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I might, well, I was I was a little worried because we like don't have listed that we have a dog. So that might make some problems now. But he didn't, he really seemed like he was just coming. Like that was so quick. I don't think they What if he executes your dog? That'd be pretty lit. He also had an accent that made me think he was coming to defend the queen, dude. <laughs> Hello, are you talking about me, love? Are you talking about me, love? She right. just died. All right, let's let's see what else this bitch so, does. So, dude, she, what I was saying is she lives like the life of my grandmother that lives in San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> Bagpipes, cornflakes, and dried fruit. That's my grandma. That's Grandma Gina. Yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, that, yeah, so far this isn't that uh, this isn't that fancy. So okay, starting the day off with formalities before any of the fun start. The queen takes her time to read the daily newspaper. Okay, she is the head of sixteen governments, the leader of the Commonwealth of fifty three nations. That's insane. Uh, then it's down to fan mail, as she calls it. Her <laughs> Majesty receives over three hundred letters from the public every day, and she makes it her personal mission to read and reply to some of them. It's a very random sample that she does this in. Um, Okay, it's talking about the letters that she reads. Okay. Do you think she's ever gotten a, a letter that's just like, send me them titties, though. <laughs> send me them more Like some titties, dirty though. ones. Like, this is my semen sample. I jerked off to you this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put it in your pussy. Put it in your Make pussy. Make me a royal daddy. <laughs> So it says, after all the morning admin, when at Buckingham Palace, the clock is only reading 11, and it's time for her to attend her meetings. The queen dedicates one-on-one time with special guests, overseas ambassadors. This usually lasts no more than 20 minutes, the meetings. And then on occasion, she has it with, like, with, uh, like people who win awards and shit. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so after all this hard work, that's hilarious. She's done nothing but talk to people <laughs> <laughs> and eat breakfast. The queen chooses to take a privately typical lunch served at 1 p.m., which would be fish, vegetables uh such as wilted spinach or uh, corgets i don't know what that means and then um yeah dude this is just a she pretty much has lunch then she uses a royal helicopter and train to travel places and um yeah oh it says so then more people visit if no one's driving by she has free time and then at 4 p.m she takes her tea Mm -hmm. you know very british and then it says she hangs out with her fucking dogs and then has dinner, dog. That's her day, dude. <laughs> Jesus. She doesn't do shit, dude. It wouldn't be fun, though. You're right. That would not be an enjoyable life <coughs> by any means. you can't just, means. like, party. Yeah. You can't get drunk as the queen. Fuck no. Well, you ever? I mean, you've heard on, like, uh, like Bert and, like, Kreischer and other people on podcasts talk about the days that... Uh, Winston Churchill used to live. Yeah. Though that's the real way you gotta live. And he was just a prime minister. If I was a king or queen, I would want to live 
Yeah, like went to the drink in the morning. Yeah, he would drink, smoke cigar. He would drink all day. Just mm-hmm. basically be fucked up all day. Like, they're lying, bro. That article was written, like, it was one of those things. It says it's written by the crownchronicles.co. So, like, the queen wrote this article. They probably didn't include, like, the fucking meth cocktail she takes in the morning <laughs> to keep going. Like, she's 96, bro. She needs a little energy to get going. Yeah, it's why. Like, <coughs> I don't know, man. Like, why Why do they have it? Why? What's our obsession as humans? We are obsessed with royal families. We are obsessed with dynasties yeah even in america man the bush dynasty we love it yeah the clintons i don't know yeah you're right i well my only thought is maybe we're so bad at like i i i hate making decisions by my like making decisions sucks and even like like because i got a girl so like it's easy where i can just be like babe what should i do and you can kind of like (laughs) deflect the decision out of them that's kind of what we want as Americans is we just don't want to make these decisions. So I think we like the idea that there's just a weird group of like families and people that are like, my life's work is to make decisions for us. And we like admire them for weird reasons. Yeah, we admire like like Trump is admired. Pre- and, and it's just like, bro, this guy was just a rich kid. Yeah. Who he did some good business, but... For being a rich kid, he did pretty poorly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, like, yeah, exactly. He's like had he, a lot he, of scandals, a lot of lost money. Yeah. How do you fail a casino? <laughs> it's w- a place where people give you money. Worst, I went to yeah. Vegas. Those things don't fail. <laughs> yes. Those things don't fail. Those are there are people in there for twenty four seven, just gambling away their life savings and going. Only one more rabbit. <laughs> if I get one more rabbit, I'll be worth two thousand dollars. No, you're right. You ever seen someone like lose a, like money where you're like, oh, they ruined their life at a casino? So my my game is blackjack. Yeah. And my favorite thing, well, the reason I love blackjack is because it's the players versus the house. Yeah. If you find a fun table with just dudes drinking, you can literally ask the people next to you what to do. Yeah, and not yeah. just that, but you're just like you're like ah oh, fuck fuck the dealer. Yeah. Or, yeah, fucking we all won, you know. And it's like everybody's just hyping themselves up. You know, oh, I lost a hundred bucks, but it was four hours. I got four drinks out mm-hmm. of it, five drinks. Yeah. You know, it's worth it. I basically broke even. Exactly, exactly. So the worst is, is when you're at a blackjack table and the vibes are great. Mm-hmm. And then a guy sits at the open seat. And, dude, we were, this was in Oklahoma. We're, we're playing blackjack, me and buddy. Mm-hmm. The table's great. And this guy joins us. And everybody's placing five or ten bets. This guy, $50 bet gone. Fuck. $50 bet, gone. Jesus Christ. $100 bet, gone. Gets back up, comes back, $300 more. Oh, my God. $50, gone. He's just on a losing shirt. $50, yeah. gone. His wife comes, and she just looks defeated. <laughs> and, like, it's his last $50. He hits it, right? He puts it down. Fucking, he has a 20, but yeah. it's an ace. Dealer has ace, flips over 21. No. And he just goes, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and just fucking slams the fucking... The table, and you're just like, oh, man, that guy, I think, lost a lot. Yeah. I don't get how people do that. And, like, bro, his poor fucking wife, like, just has to sit there and be like. She's, like, rubbing it. Like, come on, baby. Let's just go. I guess we're eating Top Ramen this month. (laughs) Fuck, yeah. She's like, let's just go home. He's like, one more jam. One more hand. Dude, people, yeah, people at casinos are fucking, they're crazy. They're they're scary. Like, people like that who you can tell they're just 
like ruining their yeah, fucking yeah. lives. Because, yeah, the blackjack table is supposed to be fun. There is, like, I always have one idiot friend where we'll join a table and we have the one rando. And, like, my one buddy, like, doesn't get blackjack. Yeah. And he'll have, like, a 17 and he'll be like, hit. <laughs> and the guy next will be like, Jesus, Jesus fucking, fucking Christ, God. dude. <laughs> yeah. The best is yeah. watching a random stranger yell at another stranger. Like, You're <laughs> fucking me, dude. <laughs> I do love that. <laughs> You're like, bro, yeah. there's six cards. Like, there's six decks involved in this. You can't count cards. You don't know what was going to happen. Yeah, but, but just... still, it's basic strategy. Yeah, you're like, oh, you hit on a 17 and the dealer had a soft 15. And, like, there's been no face cards in, like, eight turns. Don't hit, dude. It's going to be a face card. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Gonna... And then he would bust and the dealer would get, like, a three. And yeah, 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 like, yeah. What the fuck, dude? Have you ever... The, the thing that was like, that's fun. Another underrated game at casinos is Pie Gal. Have you ever played that? No. It's, it's like eight. It's, it's, uh, you know how to play poker, correct? Uh-huh. So you get seven cards, and you have to play two poker hands. So the bottom hand is a two-card hand. So you put your pair, or if you have nothing, you'd put like ace-king-high. Yeah. And then the top hand is another poker hand. Okay. And so how it works is, is the dealer has two hands. You have to win both hands to make money. Otherwise, if you win one, lose one, you push. So it's a fun game where, like, bro, you'll play for, like, three hours and be like, I'm up 25 bucks. Or, like, I'm down 25. And you have fun. And it's another game where you literally can be like, how do I play this hand dealer? And they go, oh, legally you have to play it this way. Place it like this. So there's no stress. It's <laughs> easy. That. You don't lose a lot of money. I play this with, like, my mom when I go on yeah. like, to Vegas or shit with her because it's very, like – chill now dude when you go into like a poker room yeah they're scary have you ever dude like i'm talking like vegas because there's the fun the blackjack uh-huh. high gal you know you can play like two hand poker on the tables when there's the actual one where you said it's like it's not friendly you're betting against each other dude you walk in it's so silent oh, you yeah, can yeah. hear a pin drop the chips are just moving just yeah, yeah. Sh- Glasses. glasses no one's looking you s- earbuds dude you speak you get like shot <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the worst i can't play poker in vegas because it is so stressful and there's like a vendetta between people people hate you oh, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. it's not the way to go that dude, it's like sucks. sports but like with money yes yeah 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 because like in the nfl you lose you still get a paycheck mm-hmm in poker, you lose, you lose money. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not like blackjack where we can all win. If if you win this hand, everybody else at the table loses. loses, and everyone fucking hates you. And that's the room too where people are playing. Not with, it's not ten dollar hand buy ins. Like yeah, yeah. it's like twenty five to get in, and they bet up to like a hundred per hand. And that shit's just like you're like what the fuck, dude. Would you ever take your family if you had kids to Vegas? Because uh, I saw that and yes. my mind was blown. How many children were just running around Las Vegas? I'm a child who grew up being at Vegas. Like my my mom <laughs> loves gambling. Really? But the pro the crazy thing is, is my mom is the luckiest person in the universe. Yeah. We go to like charity school events and she buys raffle tickets and wins the 50-50. <laughs> like it's bullshit. Yeah. Dude. The luckiest person. And so my mom would like sign up for those like we'd stay at like Sunset Station, which was like forty five minutes from the strip. So you're like at like you're in like Prim, Nevada, basically, in yeah, like the yeah. middle of nowhere. But w- she would get these. We get comped rooms, and we would. Uh, she'd come and play in these like free casino like poker and slots tournaments, and we'd go there every super until I was fifteen years old. We went to Vegas for every Super Bowl every summer and then a poker thing and she would bring the kids and my dad every time so what would you guys do there was this thing called kids quest which they basically (laughs) took a mcdonald's playground yeah 
put it on crack. They bought every game system, made a gaming area. They put like a little toy play place, and then there's a snack bar. Your parents show up. There's an hourly fee to leave you there. They leave you with a snack budget. So like item, you know, food items cost money. They're like, you're left with 10 bucks. They left you an unlimited meal plan, whatever you want. And my parents would go, goodbye, it's 3 p.m. And then I would like pass out in the jungle gym at like <laughs> one in the morning. And I just, dude, I'd be so tired sleeping in the slide. And I just hear like, Brandon, your parents are here. <laughs> Brandon, your parents are here. Slide down the slide, grab my sisters. Get the fuck out of here. My dad be fucking hammered. Yeah. My mom's fucking high off winning like $1,000 in slots. <laughs> like, you guys want fat burger at 2 in the morning? We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was, dude, and I thought Vegas was the shit as a kid. Fat burger destroys all the trauma. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the best part is. Around 11 or 12, my mom starts to be like, we could leave Brandon in the room. Like, he's old enough. And, like, one morning I'm sleeping in. They're like, well, we're, we're going to leave you in here. I'm, I don't want to get up. She's like, hey, we're going to breakfast if you want to come down. Mm -hmm. So come down. I'm leaving you my phone. Come on down. I was like, okay. So, like, I kind of woke up before I could hear him leaving in the next room anyway. But I was like, this is exciting. I'm a kid. I get to go down by myself. And I wait. My parents leave. Now, there's two restaurants in the hotel. Yeah. They're both buffets. They don't tell me that they're not going to the one, the normal one below us. They're going to the one on the opposite side of the casino. Yeah, yeah. So I leave the hotel. Door closes. Immediately, I realize I left the room key they left me and my mom's cell phone. Oh, no. Because I don't have a cell phone. Or yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm 12 or 11. Like, yeah, I'm young. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. So I start, like, knocking on doors, like, next door where all my family's saying everyone's gone. <laughs> I'm so dumb, I pick up a pay phone and start trying to call my mom. <laughs> I'm like, what is in this stupid phone, <laughs> dude? And I, I walk down, and I go into the, into the buffet, and no one I know is there. Oh, so no. I'm, like, at 11 years old, you start panicking. So I'm freaking out, and I, like, go, I'm, like, crying now, and I go up to the hostess, and I'm like, I can't find my family. Uh -huh. And they're like... Oh, okay, we'll take you to the front what desk. If, she probably she probably had this encounter like four other times. Yeah, this is the your point. Mo your mom's a crack whore now, honey. Your mom your mom lost the deed to the house. <laughs> you belong you belong to the Vegas streets. They just straight took me to an <laughs> orphanage. They, get, they get, take you to Circuit Delay, and they're like, I hope you can do somersaults or you're not going to make it in the city, honey. You know what's great is once a trip, that was the promised thing, is, is that one of the days they would take us to Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. was like the big thing. We get to go to Circus circus mom and watch <laughs> uh but i start freaking out they take me to the front desk and they're like what happened and i'm like well my parents went to breakfast and they left me in the room and they told me just to walk down and then i couldn't find them and they're not at breakfast and i don't know where they are and so they're i'm like and they're like oh my god that's so terrible and they're like they're like your mom that is so awful that they would leave you there what's wrong with them and so then like like my mom said to be like where the fuck is Brandon and like goes up to the room and sees I'm gone and left the phone and is like, oh fuck, where did yeah, he go? Yeah. Comes down to the front desk and I'm there and I'm like, mom. And the front desk is like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you fucking leave your son alone? You're an awful parent. You come to Vegas and just go off to gamble. Kids matter. We have kids quest. You are so irresponsible. <laughs> we have kids quest for twelve ninety nine <laughs> yeah, exactly. an hour that you could use. Here's a coupon. Go there now. <laughs> <laughs> and like they are berating my mom and I dude, I remember mom's like, no no no, I'm so sorry. And then we like got around the corner and she was like, what the fuck is your problem, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I'm trying to win slots for this family, and you're gonna get me banned from here. And you're you piece a little of shit. pussy, yeah. Because <laughs> I was like crying. I was like, my parents are gone. I'm gone forever. That's like, a, that's a weird moment as a kid. Yeah, because it was all my set, fault. I yeah. did everything wrong. Oh, I didn't yeah. check the other restaurant. I didn't. They tried to leave me stuff to be okay, and I forgot all yeah, of it. Like, yeah, I could have just gone with them too. Like, did I remember? Because they were like, all right, we're going to go next door and we're going to leave in like 10 if you get ready. And I remember, bro, like I just seen some stupid movie where you like put the, the empty glass up to the wall and you could hear better. Yeah. So I like put it up and I was like, they're still in there. I'm going to wait. This is going to be cool is to like take myself to the casino. And then I just caused World War Three, dude. It was fucking... <laughs> It was, it was tragic, bro. It was tragic. But so, that's, I think the most terrifying moment as a kid is when you separate yourself from your parents. Yeah. And for a second, you're like, I belong to the streets now. <laughs> yeah. Where you're just like, I just live. I'm going to have to learn how to cook. I'm going to paint gonna... myself silver and be a statue for yeah, forever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guess this is my life I'm now, I'm going to have dog. to find a new family. I hope they're good. I hope <laughs> they treat me well. I hope they take me to Kids <laughs> Quest. <laughs> so you were a Vegas kid. Yeah. So that's, so yeah, long, long roundabout. Yeah, like I... It is crazy because I agree with you. Like, at least my parents, because that's the thing. They never, ever, like, we at first we stayed at this place called Sam's Club. They axed their kids' quest, so we moved to a new place. Like, they always, no matter, they could have gotten offered free rooms at, like, the Luxor downtown. They were never going to go anywhere that didn't have somewhere where we could be watched. There's a, there's a casino in uh, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. I think it's the Choctaw. How far is the, is it like what like six seven hours from oh, yeah, here? It'd be like the closest. Six clean. seven, yeah. Okay, I want to gamble again, but it's just, that's far to just go lo maybe lose hundreds of dollars. We'll go one day for like a football game or something. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. But like at the Choctaw, they used to have like a game quest thing where it's like laser tag, all mm -hmm. this stuff, but then they took it out and put in games that are basically slots, <laughs> where the kids you you get tokens, you put them in the machine, yeah, and if you win. You get tokens. Yeah. You can buy prizes. So I'm like, oh, in Oklahoma, they're training the kids how to gamble. It young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, good for you. That's fucking great. My daddy's my favorite game was basically roulette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a game where you picked a color, mm -hmm. and then it would turn, and the ball would land on that color. And if yeah. you won, you won a lot of money. Mm -hmm. No, dude, they put that shit like. They're they're they they know what they're doing, dude. They're trying to get us onto that shit early, cause like, even like I mean, obviously I love gambling in I'm Vegas. I'm an addict. Yeah, I grew you know grow, fucking living in Vegas for a couple weeks a year yeah, for yeah. tournaments made me like it. So I I fucking love like there, dude. Nothing is better. Like I like going to Vegas. You 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 stay on Fremont, which is like the little party street, and you go find the shittiest fucking hotel. Because they got $5 blackjack tables, oh, yeah, yeah. and you just get fucking hammered and talk shit. Like, it's so fun. Especially, too, dude, if you can get a sports game you bet on, and they got a TV near, and you're just simultaneously losing all your fucking money. <laughs> like, Dude, that's the thing. I love winning, <coughs> but I think I love losing more. Yeah. There's I, a weird feeling wow. when you're losing. It's like this weird right. adrenaline where you're just like... We're gonna have to win this bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When it's you like lose the casino, story. less than like five hundred dollars out of pocket, you're like rent's due in two weeks. Yeah. How are we gonna make this yeah. work? <laughs> you know. Yeah. You're just like, I might have to suck dick for rent this <laughs> <Yeah>. month. <laughs> might be all downhill from here, baby. Yeah. The 
Yeah, dude. There, I guess you're right. I never thought of it. There is because it's almost it's like a weird adrenaline you get. Because then you get to bitch and you get to complain and you get to you start recounting the moment. You're, dude, they, if that guy fucking catches the pass in the fourth quarter, yeah, I, yeah. I'm up two hundred dollars, dude. But this this fucking bum, and you realize you're like shitting on like an eighteen year old kid. It's like his <laughs> first college game. You're like, yeah. he needs to die, dude. What's his Instagram? I'm sending him <laughs> death threats. <laughs> Are you worried that uh, sports gambling is becoming such so popular? Mm. I'm a, it makes me a little worried. It makes like me, in what way do you it mean It makes worried? me a little worried that it's becoming so easy to do it. Yeah. That someone, like you said, mm-hmm. is going to lose a lot of money because a 20-year-old dropped a pass in one of the hardest games ever. Yeah. And he's going to get mad. Huh. Yeah. And he yeah. might hurt someone. Yeah, I guess you're right, dude, because it like – that is a really interesting way to look at it. Because, yeah, like, sports gambling has not been legal. I mean, until, like, the last five years, if you didn't live in a state that had it, You would have to it, go it was... to Vegas or you would have to know, like, a criminal friend. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, a literal, yeah. like, a bookie. Like, it's 1985 and he works for the Italian mob. Like, yeah. It was, it's weird. And then, but now, dude, like, for, like, a couple years ago, you just needed a VPN. On your phone. Now you don't need shit, bro. We could place a bet right now on, like, one of these offshore websites and there's mm-hmm. no criminal charges as a text and nothing. Like, it's fine. And, like... Dude, if you go, I was just on a road trip, and you when you the second you step into Louisiana, barstool betting billboard, gambling billboard, mm-hmm. betting billboard. And I, I, you're right because before it was like, oh, Texas loses, fuck you guys, you ruined my day. But now Texas loses, and I just lost rent. Dude, you can, it's a different thing. Yeah, because you can play blackjack on the phone with mm-hmm. barstool in certain states. Yeah, you can just gamble. You can just it's, well, there's live betting, bro. Like yeah. they have that thing where it's like there's live lines. So you check that Rams are down 18. The, the spread's now 15 points, and you're like I have friends that will like be like, oh, I put like a hundred on the Rams last night. All of a sudden the Rams are down, and they're like, all right, well I just put another hundred on them plus 15 because if they cover this, I'll win my hundred back I lost. And then you watch them lose more and, and more, more and more. Yeah. And the thing is, is there's not education on it. This is a great story. My buddy, we just found this out. He's been betting on UFC fights a lot. Yeah. And he would be like, I picked Nate Diaz, and he won. Why am I not winning? Like, he was getting, he was like, bro, I'm placing these bets, and they're taking my fucking money. I've lost, like, hundreds of dollars. Bro, we checked. He wasn't betting on fighters. He was betting on over-unders of rounds. (laughs) (laughs) And he had no idea for months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For months was like, I picked him to win. And we're like, no, you picked a first-round knockout. (laughs) (laughs) He won by submission in the second. You lost it all. Had no idea. For months, bro. Mm. So, like, yeah, I guess you're right because, yeah, dude, I mean, think, yeah, dude. Because it's just, it's, I think the more common it becomes. Yeah. The more damaging? I don't know. But also, I'm one of those people where it's like, I guess, free will. Maybe uh, maybe a good way to look at it is like weed. Because we're kind of taking the point of view, if you equate gambling to weed, where we're like, if you have weed available, everyone's going to do it. Children are going to be doing it. Yeah. People are going to addict it and ruin yeah. their life and get onto crack and harder stuff. And it's like, I mean, the degenerates were going to probably find a way to gamble. I Also, I'm just worried, like, the corruption of the... the the league yeah you never know it i mean yeah dude, that's that wow that's a great thought because think about the 80s when gambling was not big but it, there was like a big surgence in like yeah. the 80s and 90s where like you said crim- everyone had bookies everyone had bookies yeah and dude there were mobbed up right when the mob controlled gambling and stuff cr- factual proof that refs 
rigged yeah. NBA games. Dude, I just watched Boxing that documentary games. on uh, Donahue, the NBA. The Untold where, Stories? Yeah, yeah the, those are great, the, dude. The Donahue, the ref, yeah. that was just, like, fucking making calls, making... Yeah. Just getting paid by the mob, Making dude. people yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, getting paid, dude. And my thing is, like, what's stopping it now that it's easier and that it's, like, more widespread and... Yeah. I don't know. That's... Just, yeah, dude. I... That's and also, actually, and the conspiracy theorist to me is, like, what's stopping the NFL or these, like, big companies mm -hmm. going, like, fucking, I need a bad call. Yeah. Like, hey, maybe don't lose them the game, but, like, don't make them cover. Yeah. Well, because, dude, you could put, like, the betting is getting so extreme, too, where, like, I feel I agree with you because, like, like thing, betting companies and bookies and people don't want to lose money. That's yeah. not why they're in this game. They're not to make people money. They're to take people's money. Yeah. So how long till people start, like, things like that start losing and they reach out? Because also there's such a grand scheme of bets. Dude, you can bet on who calls the first timeouts of yeah. games, who wins the coin toss, the color of Gatorades. We were we were talking about this on our sports podcast. You can bet on alien invasions. It's plus one thousand for what an alien. Mean? Like if you could put right now on this website plus one thousand dollars, like plus one thousand odds. So if you put ten dollars, you'll win. You'll win a thousand dollars. That we will be invaded by aliens in the next year or two. And you can play, but you can also bet no, but it's like minus 2,500. You can bet which country will be invaded first, dude. It goes like US plus 100, China plus 500, Russia plus 112. Like they have real betting lines for this. That's kind of dope. It's so dope, but that's so It's so crazy. wild. Yeah, yeah. That, that's so, I, dude, wow. You're right. I think we, I could see something in like the year 2030 and like 2050, we're watching a documentary about how in 2030, there was some massive gambling corruption that occurred yeah. in professional sports. Like, bro, baseball's so shit. I could see, like, they need any way to garner fans. I could see them falling in or with money. a shitty yeah, crowd, yeah, yeah. like money. And then next thing you know, you, a couple years from now, we hear about how baseball was rigged. Like, you or never know. if you're know. a shitty team that doesn't have a lot of money in baseball. The Lions, dude. The Lions could use some help. Like, if, if a little gambling thing was like, we can get you some more. We can get you some more free agent signings. Mm -hmm. We can throw them a couple mil each. Like, you never know. Colleges, too, dude, with these NIL deals. Dude, those are getting crazy. Crazy. The LSU? Okay, you played in college. Yes. How would you feel if, let's say, you got a scholarship, uh -huh. but you weren't, like, good enough to get, like, an NIL deal? Yeah. You were just excited to get a full ride to play at the school. And then the guy that you got recruited with comes in 20 mil. Is he better? Oh, okay. You know Is, what I mean? Like, he's the Yeah, court. wow. Okay, so, yeah, you're saying. You're getting nothing. Yeah, because you, you signed, like, in 2019 NIL. No, not it. even that. Not even, you just like they didn't, didn't give, give you a deal. You. Yeah, dude, You weren't I, good enough for a deal. You are just good enough for a scholarship. I mean, that would be, I would be pissed. I mean, I, fortunately, because I'm on the side of the athletes always. I am, I'm too. Like, you got to pay them. I, I like that they pay them. There's obviously, like, they got to, in some ways, figure out, like, a market for mm -hmm. it. Like, a like almost like a salary cap where you can't have, like, this can't turn into baseball where the Dodgers have a four mil four yeah. bill, but like the Tampa Bay Devil Rays have like two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. Like you can't have Alabama buying every recruit and shit. But yeah, dude, that would piss me off. I mean, fortunately, I guess you could transfer, but like it is weird, dude, because like think about the LSU quarterback who got all those deals, tore his mm -hmm. ACL, missed the season, got paid for all of them. 
lost a starting job and was like, I'm cool, bro. I got a couple mil. Like, I'm yeah. done. I don't need to play no more. I'm not starting. I don't really like which football is, that much. Which is actually pretty cool. So cool, dude. That's what I like. That's the one thing I like about it is because I heard that story of that one TCU player, I think. Mm-hmm. He was like a star running back. Yeah. And full ride scholarship was going to go to the NFL and then junior year fucking towards ACL. Couldn't yeah. play ever again. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they just took away his scholarship and, and he's he had fucked, to become yeah. a car dealer. Yeah, dude. Like, like people's people got like th- that's that's my whole thing is is like what uh, like people don't realize as the athlete is like or like from the athlete point of view is first off, you make nothing like they Yes, yeah. they give you a scholarship and that's super cool. And you get a stipend like to live off of if you live off campus, it pays like your rent, food and a few other expenses. Yeah. It's, you're not living bad. And I went to a small school. But like. To think that someone, dude, Texas A and M makes like their football program makes two hundred million a season. Yeah, two hundred million dollars, and you can't like give that to some of the players, the people who make the money. The team think, is nothing without the players. Yeah, just give everybody a little. The thing though is, is like people always ask me, like, are you mad that it happened after you graduated? First off, I was a third stringer most of my time. <laughs> there. I was not getting an NIL deal. Yeah, yeah. Also, I watched when the NIL deal debuted, and I watched the starters on my team at Murray all sign lucrative deals with Cricket Wireless. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't. I, I saw like four or five Murray players be like, I. Uh, uh, I'd like to. I'm proud to announce through the NIL, I've signed an exclusive deal with Cricket Mobile and like Cricket Wireless or like PNG Mobile to to bring Fire, Firefly Mobile was another one like, to bring you the best cell phone service coverage ever. I'm like, they probably gave them all like a hundred bucks a month to do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not shit, dog. We were never gonna. I was never gonna make money. Yeah, but. I can't imagine how you would feel if you graduated a year before that oh, went, dude. didn't make it to the league, but you were like a contributor starter to mm-hmm. the team. And or you're like, like a star and then just didn't. Yeah, dude, because like you are now like, because that's the difference. Someone who played from 2016 to 2020 and didn't make the league is now working as like a like data input guy making 25 an hour, like yeah, living yeah. a very average life. But a guy who goes to school now from 2021 to 2024 as a starter and doesn't play as the NFL might be a millionaire. Yeah. Which is a cr- like, if I was a former player, I don't know how I wouldn't be like sick to my stomach. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, Reggie Bush deserves to get his highs. Oh, that, they got to give him it back. How are you going to take it from the man when now they're. And first, also, he didn't do anything bad. He got a house, he, bro. He bought his mom a house. Yeah. He got her out of the ghetto. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Exactly. To take away a man's highs. Also, so dude, funny. Dude, I watched this thing yesterday about like uh, how shady the NFL can be. Mm-hmm. How when Des Bryant was getting recruited into NFL. What the Miami GM asked him, like, hey, is your mom a prostitute? What the fuck? Yeah, and he said, he goes, <clears throat> he goes, I answer the question, calm and collective, but I wanted to beat that guy's head in. Mm-hmm. And a part of me was like, Des, you should have beat that guy's yeah. head in. Yeah, that's, that, dude. Because they, sh- they do treat some of these players like, like animals, like mm-hmm. second-class citizens. Oh, yeah, dude. That's why, like, I'm all, I'm always, too, with the NFL with, like, the players taking the power yeah, back because yeah. dude like here was i was talking about this the other day think about this for the past 10 years every position's value has gone up think about this dude like i i 10 years ago you paid a quarterback like the star quarterbacks made like 16 17 million a year right mm-hmm. the average salary for an nfl starting quarterback the average so 16 out of 32 that's like the bottom 16 they make $16 million as a quarterback. Jesus. The top, if, if you franchise tag someone, you have to pay them 
within the top five quarterbacks. You would have to pay a quarterback like $30 million yeah. a year now. It keeps going up. But I, what I was thinking is, isn't that fucking crazy? Because while the NFL has every year increased in popularity numbers-wise, isn't it wild that every year somehow no problem the owners are like, yeah, we could pay an extra $10 million. Like, it just keeps growing. It shows yeah, the reason you, they can do it is, but, and I, I don't know. It's going to have a ceiling at some point. No, which sucks is the NFL has become so popular mm-hmm. where I feel like sometimes the real fans can't go to games. Oh, dude! I just I just got tickets to in first time I'm going to Philly. My parents yeah, yeah. bought tickets, um, and it's I get it's Sunday night football. It's against the Cowboys. It's rivalry, bro. The cheapest tickets after fees were two hundred and fifty dollars yeah. to go to the game for standing room only. Like oh, for standing room. Yeah, the like the standing general admission Jesus. section in like the corner of the stadium. Like we didn't get great seats, but we ended up buying like three hundred dollar tickets to go to games. Eat like it. It, it's crazy how much these popular teams, how much tickets are. But then, like, I got tickets to see the Eagles play in Houston, and we, like, spent extra of me and the boys to, like, sit 50-yard line, uh, uh-huh. like, upper deck closer, and they were only $100. Yeah. So, it, like, I guess it kind of— even even 100 bucks for the is Texans a, is, is a lot. lot. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, for a sh- team, you're, like, you're paying $100 to go watch your team lose. Baseball games are $4. And my thing is— you know how, like, they'll sell them, like, regular price? Yeah. And then they'll go resale? hmm My thing is, because pop stars and stuff have done this, is where the organization will buy the tickets yeah. and then put them on the resale website themselves mm-hmm. at a higher upcharge so they can't get slack. Yeah. So it happened to Justin Bieber. Yeah. Justin Bieber did this thing where they said, oh, his concert sold out in a minute. Uh-huh. And then the upsell was, like, it went from, like, $80 tickets to, like, six, $700 yeah. tickets. And they did some research, and 30% of those tickets were bought by his management company. That's that's It's shitty. criminal. That's cr- shitty as fuck. And I, doubt, I don't doubt the NFL does it. I don't doubt Jerry Jones does it. Yeah. It just, that's one thing that really does suck is like, I don't know. It felt like football used to be like a family event. Yeah, it's not anymore. And now it's like if you want to go, you're going to spend five grand. The literally the only acceptable way is like I said, if you were watching a bottom five team in the league, which, dude, of course the tickets are cheap. No one wants to go to, it. but it's still crazy that like the cheapest, shittiest tickets to a, a Houston Texans game. They were the, like bottom three yeah. in the league last year. Still is fifty dollars for a family of five to attend it. They still have to drop three hundred dollars yeah. to go to a Houston Texans game. Yeah, yeah, it's so dumb, and it's so it, it is getting out of hand. And I, I un- aren't they making enough money with the TV deal? With the brand deals, with the, every dude, there's advertising everywhere. Mm-hmm. And like my thing is like, uh, and this is I guess just me in a grand scheme. I I did a DMT this year. Yeah, so I've had some realization. It's like, it's like, dude, the way society's going, that kind of bums me out a little bit. And I'm sorry, this is a funny, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, everybody is just becoming so greedy. Yeah, like everybody. Like, I feel like we used to look up to people on how they made their money, and now we just look up to people because they have money. Mm -hmm. There's no – like, there's no – used to, like, respect people. There used to be, like, the American dream, like, oh, this person did it with their hands. Like, they earned it. 
And it's like you were talking about how like people like l- like liking Trump. Like he was a shitty billionaire. He started off as a millionaire, millionaire. Yeah, and yeah. didn't have a lot. Like you shouldn't respect him as a businessman. You should respect the guy who had nothing. Yeah, yeah. And then made it. Like that's respectable. Or like a Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. where it's like a man that has made all his wealth by almost doing legal slavery. Yeah. After all this shit comes out, how his workers get treated. Yeah. Or like, you, I don't know, man. It just, it's weird. America's this weird thing where I like it because the everyday man can get rich and get mm-hmm. wealthy. But like, I don't know at what cost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, because it's like, it also makes the world like, or at least America like, so like schemy, and there's also so much like bullshit and get rich quick schemes yeah. and like. Look at Bitcoin. Yeah, the, Dogecoin, the Dogecoin, dude. dude. Me, like literally, like memes, like no, eight. Those are pyramid schemes, yeah. basically. Like there's no money backing. A bunch of people liked it, rose the price, made money, dipped, and now it's fucking useless. It's useless to the world and anyone yeah. that still has it, and it probably will be for the rest of time, unless there's another like basically pyramid scheme to prop it back up which is crazy it, it is it is weird it, it it is very very i don't know i mean did we change that much so like at one point it was just like six people that were rich, like the rockefellers and and them and like the, the all the oil tycoon people and shit like that yeah, i just think i think i don't know i feel like more and more people are getting selfish with their money mm. that is true where it's like i i i don't I don't know. It just felt like with social media and the internet and everything, people are more connected to their phones. Mm-hmm. Or, dude, I remember growing up, like, if a neighbor had an issue, everybody would, like, help out. Yeah. And I don't see that as Fuck much. No. I don't Fuck see no, that. Dude, dude I, I've, I've lived in my apartment complex four or five months now. I know none of my neighbors. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'll I, see yeah. them. I'll wave. They won't wave back. And I'm yeah. like, all right. Yeah. I don't know anyone here either, dude. Like, that's just kind of how, like, yeah, you're right. It's just this very, like, anti-social and i think people are scared because during covid we were taught like uh, your neighbor might have a disease and Mm -hmm. kill you or your neighbor might be a socialist or your neighbor might be a fascist nazi yeah or your neighbor might have monkey pox (laughs) or your neighbor might be ted bundy they might own tigers and feed their husband to them like yeah it's like everything i don't know they've just been scaring us yeah where we just don't want to get to know people Mm -hmm. yeah it, it is yeah, you're right, dude. I guess we're way less. Even like, I think also it made a lot of people be like, oh, I'm an introvert. Or maybe yeah. they're not an introvert, but being like, oh, I prefer less human interactions. Like, I like I have a family member who's like a bit of like an agoraphobic. Like, they don't like to go outside and yeah. they're kind of kept to themselves. And they were like not the worst at, at doing that. They, they had that problem, but they always used to make a – at least a concerted effort, they would come to fucking, you know, family shit yeah. and, and like very important events, but otherwise they kept to themselves. After the pandemic, we haven't seen this person since the pandemic Damn. started because they locked themselves inside and all of a sudden went, yo, this shit's <laughs> dope, dude. <laughs> I don't got to talk to no one. Yeah, no one has I, to ask me how I feel. I'm just face. doing my shit. I get to chill. Fuck y'all. Like, yeah. and. And I, like, don't see them anymore, and it's kind of cr- a little bit crazy because, like, there's people like that that just kind of evaporated off the face of the earth because of it. Dude, the people – okay, my thing is if you're agoraphobic and you just want to chill mm-hmm. and live your life, dude, fucking live your life. Yeah. I'm for you. Yeah. But it's the people that were just, like – when the country is slowly opening back up 
and they were figuring out ways like uh, maybe with masks indoors yeah. or you know maybe outdoor concerts mm-hmm. and people would just be like if you see another human you're a murderer <laughs> and it's like bro i'm sorry i need to be with another human yeah i'm sorry i'm not this soulless beast like you mm-hmm. i'm sorry that you know i'm sorry i need some kind of human connection or i'm going to kill myself yeah dude i remember when i moved from california to texas I, when I left California, everywhere I went in had a mask. I wore a mask yeah. on a road trip. I got I entered my first place in Texas, and people were like, what the fuck is that on your face? <laughs> yeah. like, Take it off now, you're queer. And I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. And then like I, I swear to God, I'd never put on one since then. Yeah. But it was like, I remember when I first moved, I would post some shit, and people could see I didn't have a mask on. People from California would be like, don't you think it's a little irresponsible that you're you're out right now. Mm-hmm. They got the, the police. <laughs> they got drones. They got... Dude, if... That maintenance if, guy would have assassinated yeah, both dude, of us. Yeah, dude, if Uncle <laughs> Sam wants to fuck me over, Uncle, <coughs> Uncle Sam, it gonna fuck me over. Yeah, come I, Uncle Sam. Yeah, yeah, dude, I carry Adderall I'm not prescribed to at a lot of points. <laughs> they could just pull me over and send me to jail yeah, dude. whenever they want. <laughs> so my thing is, like, when people are like, the vaccine is gonna give you chlamydia, it's gonna give you this, it's like, fucking let it. Yeah, who cares at this point, dude? Yeah. Yeah, there's kind of a point where you had to not give up. That was the thing, too, is just, like, it was like, I was like so rule abiding with lockdowns and, and shots and masks and doing this. But even for me, who I'm like, I'm kind of a rule follower. And yeah. like at some point, I was just like, like the th- when they were like, All right, I think we're going to go into a third lockdown. I was like, suck my dick. Yeah, dude. I was that. I was like that. I was yeah. like, where I was like, I have like, three shots in me. I carry around this stupid card. Yeah. I wore masks for a year. I suck my dick. I'm going outside. Dude. Yeah, my thing was, I had it before I got the shot. Yeah. I got like Arkansas six months in COVID. Oh shit! I, I, I've, been, I've avoided it, you know, dude, somehow this whole time, dude. Three weeks just bedridden. It was fucked. Fuck. So I got it then. So then I got I got the shots mm-hmm. when it was available, and then I got it again after I had the shots. Yeah. And I felt great. I was like a little sniffles, but like nothing bad. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, it's like the flu. Yeah. So, again, when they were like, we're going for a third lockdown, I was like, uh-uh. I got my boosties. I did everything you want. Yeah. I'll If you say bring back masks, I'll do it indoors or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's, but I'm going to go outside. I am not going to. Because, dude, I, like, got, dude, I gained so much weight. Mm-hmm. I got depressed. Dude, it's crazy that they left liquor stores open. Yeah. But you they can just go let to us get park. fucked up. Every, like, dude, that was like, that was like to the first moment when they were like, hey, you can go like back out and do comedy again. You were like, but I like playing Fortnite every night till yeah, midnight yeah, yeah, and getting yeah. fucked up. Like, I don't want to go do stuff that sometimes makes me feel bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, a lot of people fucking quit, bro. A lot of people change their lives because people went like, I, I kind of got used to doing it, nothing. Oh, dude. yeah. Like, there was a sweet point in my life where it was like, because during the pandemic, I never didn't have a job. I worked at a restaurant for a long time because it was like a family friend's restaurant that really needed help. And I yeah. was like, I-, I could use my – what else am I going to do? And my life would be like Monday through Friday. I worked from like 10 to 2 there as like a dishwasher and prep. I would wake up, go to work, talk to the people at work, leave, go home, and then stay inside all day. And that was like my little life. You know, it hit – soon as the sun went down, I was like, Papa can get fucked up now. <laughs> and like that was my life, bro. I'd get fucked up, sit in the living room, watch movies with my parents, and go to sleep. Like that was a weird life. But at some point, you convinced yourself that you were like, I like this. And it got hard to break out of that a oh, little yeah. bit after COVID. It was very weird. Yeah, I've had to give myself like drinking days, smoking days. Yeah, you got to police yourself. Yeah. It, Cause it was like, cause they started where you're like, all right, I'll have a drink at eight. 
And Dude, I was waking seven. up taking bong rips at 8, 8 a.m. Because what else were you going to do mm -hmm. at this point? You, Nothing was open. People lost jobs. People were getting 2K to just sit at home. You're like, I, I, gotta I would do take something. bong rips, sit on my balcony, yeah. and just look at the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just look, look at, at the yeah. sun. How long till I go blind, queen? <laughs> How long till I go blind, queen? <laughs> Tell me. Uh, yeah, dude, Kill are... me now, son. <laughs> burn my eyes. Burn my brain. Uh, before, because this has been fun. We've already done like 50 minutes. Oh, but, fuck yeah. Uh, before we kind of wrap it up and shit, I wanna, there's a few little segments I do. One, top three movies. I always love to hear my guests. What are your top three movies, dude? I'll go number one. Any because you're kind of an artsy guy, so I like to hear like your take on stuff. I enjoy your takes on movies. Number one, I'd go the most recent Quentin Tarantino movie I watched, which was oh, well, I've watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood twice this year already. So good. I think it might be his best. I saw it three times in theaters. So I liked it so I much. I think it might be his best. See, the only reason I can't say that is in like my top three is Inglorious Bastards. That that's movie, my first. It, that's been my favorite for a long time. But I think after watching, I think it might be better. Dude, the first time you watched that movie with the whole, just the the cinematography and the way it, the Manson thing at the end with oh, it all dude. ties in is so good, dude. Even, bro, I don't know about the you. The little lines when Brad Pitt, when Leo's crying and he goes, don't cry in front of the Mexican. Yeah. Like, just like little weird, like Tarantino so kind of. So good. Bro, and the best part is when you are watching a movie of a movie oh. being filmed of actors acting yeah, bad. Yeah, You're yeah, just yeah. like. Bro, this is like the the way it's shot is amazing. The way the actors are acting as actors is crazy. I, dude, I'm with you. I love that movie, and it is my second favorite Tarantino movie. And but Inglorious uh, Bastards, my take. I though. think I saw Inglorious Bastards like I was like 13, 14 Me when it too. comes out. It's just this crazy movie about people fucking up Nazis with yeah, foul yeah. language, and like it has it has the nostalgia factor that like edges out that movie. For also, me. that movie for me when I saw it, I was like. Because how like, old are you? I'm 27. Okay, I'm only two years younger than you. So, so we're I was very like, similar. I was like 15 when I yeah. saw it. And I remember, I think that was like the first time I watched like a... Because when you see the trailer, you thought it was just going to be like these Jews yeah. fucking up Nazis. Yeah. But then you watched it and you're like, oh, this is... It's very dialogue driven. Yeah. And very like the most tense scenes are conversations. Mm -hmm. Dude, and it was the first time I think I watched the movie where I was like, oh man, sometimes like conversation... Is more intense it's than the best action. part. Yeah, the funny part is, is like that took me to like the second watch because when I first watched it as like a thirteen-year-old, that slight age difference, I was like, "Is this whole movie gonna be in German? <laughs> I have to read this whole fucking movie." Dude? Yeah, yeah. Are you fucking serious, Tarantino? And then like, dude, that's why I give him balls, man. Yeah, I give Tarantino's balls for making a summer blockbuster movie where three fourths of the movie is either in French or German. Yeah. That's fucking ballsy. Ballsy as fuck, dude. He's so, the goat. So I'd say, okay, Inglorious Bastards and Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Tied for first. Okay, yeah, yeah. Number two, The Social Network. That's a good movie. It's like one, that's again a movie that like the first time I saw it, I was a little younger. And yeah. I like, it's hard to be like, let me as like a 14 year old watch oh, this fucking it. Movie about social media, but when you again, it's like a, it, it's like the oh. the acting and like the cinematography and the way it's. It might written. be I I, I I put that movie on like three or four times a year. Yeah, I what, can quote that movie. Jesse Eisenberg is Jesse actor? Eisenberg, He's great, dude. He's uh, Andrew great. Garfield. Oh, I forgot. Justin Timberlake. Dude. Yeah, fuck. Uh, fucking Cannibal Army Hammer. Yeah, he dude. plays twins. He plays the yeah, twins, kinky, dude. dude. No, that movie I can quote. I, I just I need to watch that one again. I haven't dude, seen it in so long. It's just so good. It's just so it's a great story of yeah. of just rise and fall and betrayal and 
it's uh, Andrew Sorkin, who's just a brilliant writer. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I like I like a movie that can just entice me with talking and dialogue have, and. Have you seen the uh, the new show The Bear on Hulu? No. Please watch it because okay. oh, it's it, the chef one. It's the chef yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But literally, what you're saying, like. It's one of those things. It's like one of the best shot TV shows where, like, you know, like Tarantino and movies like that, they, you know, you get the shot of the kitchen, like the weird shot through the order window, and it, yeah. like, is really long and drawn out shots. That's how this show is. And the best parts are they capture the, like, stressful moments and dialogue and chaos of a restaurant. If you've ever even worked at yeah, one for I a have, minute, yeah, yeah. you relate so... Dude, it is so fucking good. Okay. It's shot so beautifully. They're 30-minute episodes. Hulu okay. original. Good, like, good cast. The Bear? Like, the Bear, yeah. Dude, okay. John Bernthal's in a few episodes. Okay. Like, it's... It's it's great, dude. I, I I like highly recommend it. Okay. I think based off our talk, like you would love it. Trust me, it's it's a sh- it's a great show. So yeah, sorry, I just no. It I'll made me think out. the way the movies you're suggesting. It's definitely like if you like the artsy stuff. Yeah. It's the show meant for that, and also like, it's like I'm not like some guy who's putting you on to like a secret. Everyone's talking about okay. it. Like I had four people tell me to watch it before I watched okay. it. So. It, you should check it out. I'll it'll check it it'll out. be like in like two, three years when the third season hits, like you'll be a chump if you're not watching it. Kind of like Breaking Bad was. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, I'll hop it on. They're like, you didn't watch Game of Thrones the first three <laughs> I've seasons? I've never seen Game of Thrones. I didn't watch it till it was like I I've started it right when it ended. So I've never seen it. It's, I need to. I, I don't know. It's really good. But like this last like I'm not as hard as people are where they're like that last season unwatchable. But you definitely are like, I waited seven seasons for this. Ah, like, this is how y'all are going to rap? Okay, all that's, right. That's why I think Breaking Bad might be the best TV show ever. Oh, I, I, re- I recently rewatched it. It is so painful. And that last season, mm-hmm. there's not a single ounce of joy. No. It's so intense. I'm so excited. I, Erica's that, never seen it. We're on season two right now. Oh, I just got her to start watching it again. Dude. Getting to go through it again. Oh, it's dude, so the scene, good, dude. The scene where he, the, he has to flee the first time. Yes. He's going in the basement to look for the money. But uh, she'd given all the money to her like boss she was fucking. Yeah. And he goes, where's all the money? She goes, I gave it to blah, blah, blah. You and he's just, he's just laughing. <laughs> he's laying, he's like laying the Joker. through the crawl hole. Yeah, he's like yes. the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, fucking, this show is so good. So intense. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Have you? Did you see Better Call Saul? Oh, it's great. Amazing. I haven't yeah. seen the last season yet. Oh, I'm wait, so I, I, I wait until it. it's yeah. done. So good. So I'm going to binge it. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. It was a great show. Wrapped it up greatly. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Those shows are amazing. So what's your third favorite movie? Ran it out the track. And I love Silly, dude. I love Silly. So I'd go in like the... I, I, it's tough to for me like to pick one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to like a package deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb and that. Dumber. Okay. Tropic Thunder. Great. And these are just movies I can just put on when I'm feeling down. Mm-hmm. And they'll make me laugh. Dumb and Dumber, Tropic Thunder, The Mask. Mask is an underrated movie for sure. Dude. I love just goofy, like wacky. Like my thing is like I love my art house movies. I love yeah my little fucking dramas. But like, dude, I love, I miss just dumb movies. I love dumb, dude. Some of my favorite dumb movies are the Transformers ones. All just great dumb movies. Even like the older ones, like or the later ones, get shitty. I still just like it. I just like yeah. that it's big robots blowing shit up. Like, have you I, ever seen the Greasy Strangler? No. What's uh, that? I've never so, heard of it. This is why I love Elijah Wood. Yeah. Because after Elijah Wood made his Lord of the Ring money, he's mm-hmm. like, dude, I'm set for life. Right? Yeah. So what he does is he'll either star or produce 
these weird indie movies. My uncle produced one called with Elijah Wood and Nicolas Cage called uh fuck, what's it called, dude? It's it's the Nicolas it's called like The Thought or something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, my uncle worked for Silver State Productions for a little, which is like in Nevada. Yeah. And he was like the producer on it. Like he I've never I've it's I've it's bad. I've never actually seen what the it's, it's called like I've never seen what the movie the movie but in it, I guess one of these characters wears this big cross necklace, and he like took it from the set and gave it to me as a gift one oh, year. That's like, cool. so he like worked with him and said he was super cool. I'm trying to look up what it's called because it was like it wasn't that long ago. God damn, Nicholas Cage is in a lot of fucking movies, dude. Oh yeah. I pulled up his IMDb and there's like 50 <laughs> fucking movies for me to go. Oh, The Trust. I've what seen the yeah, trust. so he yeah. he was like a producer on that. Oh, shit. that's cool. Which, so yeah, I remember I was like Elijah. He's like, yeah, he does small movies and shit. Oh, so. dude, so he produces a movie called The Greasy Strangler. Yeah, and it's just so weird and it's so fun. Not a lot of people have seen it. I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. It's very strange, uh, but it's about like this this weird dude lives with his dad, who's just this aggressive old man, and he just feeds him grease, <laughs> and at night he turns into the Greasy Strangler, this grease monster. And just strangles people. Oh, shit. But also the dad, when he's a normal human, is, like, stealing his son's girlfriend. Huh. Like, it's this weird comedy. They're, it's just both disgusting characters. They're just greasy, sweaty dudes. But it's the most wildest movie you'll see. And it's, like, laugh-out-loud fun. No, that sounds um, that sounds re- really good. Oh, Excuse me. Sorry, I just fucking burped up my oatmeal from this morning. But, uh... <laughs> no, that, I like... I, I, need, I like... I Recently, I've been really trying to watch new shit because mm-hmm. i'm one of those people that i'll be like oh let's rewatch the glorious bastards for the 400th yeah, 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 yeah. time and i don't watch like dude literally a week or on monday for the first time ever i saw the godfather which oh, i i'd right. never Is seen it good? Yeah, oh you've never seen it either people are gonna get mad at that but it's like a three-hour movie and it's like kind of all dialogue and suspense which is cool but like it ended and i was just like okay like that was Cool, but like, this is y'all's greatest movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. ever. That's how I felt like with what uh, fucking Rosebud, fucking oh, what's oh, it called? Um, uh, Orson Welles, goddamn fucking shithole. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, something yeah. sleds were the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all right. Yeah, yeah. There's those movies where it's like I get it. Like it was super cool, and like there's those moments, but it was like it could have been a two-hour movie. And it's like the the big like plots and twists like mm. aren't that crazy it was also i think it was a movie you probably have to see as like a kid where your dad's like this is a classic because it's like what i've seen is hundreds of shows make like spoofs of this like family guy south park dude the movie is spoofed at the start of the rugrats movie (laughs) like the 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 first 20 minutes is the godfather that's like i was watching the godfather i was like i know this from the rugrats movie So, like, I've seen a million renditions of it, of, like, the fame, you know, you know, Luca Brasi, he sleeps with the fishes now. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're like, oh, yeah, this is from that. You know, you come to me on the day of yeah, my, my daughter's wedding. The horse in the bed. Me, the horse in the bed, all that, where you're like, oh, this is cool, but also, like, I don't know. It was, it was kind of, you know. It's fine. Yeah, it was fine. It's fine. It was fine, but Gareth came on this podcast, told me it was his favorite, and he was so mad that I didn't see it, that it was playing in the Alamo Draft House. Yeah. And he bought us tickets to go see it and made me go, which I was like, all right. And it was wow. cool. I'm glad I saw it in theaters than, yeah. like, at my house, but I was just What's like, a movie for you that's like that if you find out someone hasn't seen it? You're like, we have to fucking uh, watch it. Um, 
I, it's a, I like comedy movies a lot yeah. more, so I would say like Step Brothers or Talladega Nights. I get that, yeah, yeah, Because like, my girlfriend Erica had seen neither of those. Wow. Movies, and I was like, what? That's awesome. That's cool that you got to have that with her. I get, she didn't see shit, so like, I'm taking, like, because... I'll tell you my top three. I'll do it quick because I've done it on here before. It's a shameful one. I understand, <laughs> but it's my. It's it's Inglorious Bastards, Rocky Four, Star Wars Three, and then honorable mentions are Step Brothers and Talladega Nights. Like those, like a package. Revenge like of the Sith. That's my favorite Star Wars one. And I love. I mean, I have a stupid little Star Wars tattoo. Yeah, yeah. So like, I love. I got to put a Star Wars in. You my don't get top. to say you have tattoos. I have and a stupid little tattoo. Is my exact word. It looks like a. I it have looks a like a like a thing you get at Disneyland. One day I'll add more, dude. I just need money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day. So those are my. So like, I like silly Star Wars movies. Three. That's my favorite one. Why? I just do the 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 best lightsaber battle. I like the turn to the dark side. Obviously, like I grew up watching those too, which helps. Like, I like my my next my next Star Wars would be Episode Five. Like, that's my favorite second Empire one. Empire Strikes Empire. I think it's the best of the old trilogy. But I just I don't know. I All like right. it, dude. I Obi Wan's like I Obi-Wan's love Obi Wan's great. One, so Obi-Wan. it helps having him in it so much. I, I I I can't tell you why, but it's like I've seen that movie. 20 30 times dude i fucking love it all I, right i love it and then, i don't get it but all right and then rocky was just like rocky four that's the best rocky no is quite, it ivan drago dude he fights the russian <laughs> okay it's great i mean you know they're all kind of similar at yeah. that point but yeah, like yeah. I, I, again it's like i love star wars so i gotta have star wars in my top three the rocky I got into, like, my dad showed me the Rockies when I was young, which, like, meant a lot to have that, like, movie you could watch and talk about with your dad. Yeah. And then, like, I got real, like, when I was in sports in high school and, you know, you hit that point where I'm like, I'm going to be a jock. Everything's the grind. Everything is about, like, overcoming adversity. That movie meant so much to me, those movies. Like, I I would watch those before games and get, like, inspired and be like, I'm Rocky out there on the field. Like, I got to prove them wrong. So I think it had, like, such a, like, nostalgic, like, inspiration for me is why it's in my top three. But I also, like, that's why I always warn people when I'm like, hey, I have, like, a silly top three where it's like. It's not silly, dude. People like what they like. Yeah, look. do Because I went to film school where, like, people would shit on what you like. And Mm -hmm. it's like, bro, if everybody's favorite movie was this weird French art house movie called We, like, the world would be a miserable place. Exactly. Like, I like, yeah. You kind of need dumb dumbs no, like me, dude, to not like. Not dumb dumb. It's just, yeah. dude. It's like sensibilities, yeah. man. Yeah, I, I. It's like I, I, I think, I think art. The great thing about art is, I feel like some people like have, you know, a tough life, and mm-hmm. they, they sometimes just want to watch something goofy, like an Adam Sandler movie, yeah. where it's simplistic. Yeah. But it's fun because they have a stressful life, so it's like fucking, you know. Yeah. Or, or like I like the uh, dumb movies like Step Brothers because. Yeah. I felt like me and my friends acted like that growing mm-hmm. up. So it's like our sense of, you know, it brings There's me no, back. like stress when you watch it. Yeah. It's like easy watching. Well, it's also, but it's also, it's not like I wasn't here like telling you about the artsy shit I love about. Like I yeah, can yeah. still like both, but I think it's just like, as a kid, that's kind of what you grow up on. And you're like, I fucking love oh, yeah, these yeah. movies and stuff. But there, I mean, the thing I always say though, the top three is so hard because it's like, all right, we, oh, just, we all just it. named our, 
we each named actually our top five yeah, with our packages. Changed, and it doesn't really But count. think about how many good, amazing movies you love that you left out of that. Dude, the top nice five. guys I could pick in there, the nice Dude, guys. Yeah, the, the other guys is a great comedy with, with uh Mark Wahlberg and, and uh Will Farrell. Oh, the nice guys with Ryan Gosling and that uh, movie is cool. better. I, I I I just saw that great movie. I, I fucking love like Dude, like I just nice saw the out. prestige for the first time. Prestige is great. That's an amazing movie. There's there's dude, Fury is like one of my Fury's it's maybe great. my favorite war movie. Fury's it's so fantastic. fucking good. And you could like I wouldn't be mad if someone put those in their top movies and they're like I though that though all those movies we just named, they're all movies if you're like, I haven't seen Fury, I'm like, we gotta watch Fury yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, Tony. Yeah. Like so I guess you're right. There's a lot of movies like that. Yeah, I did that with my roommate, Sean. He'd yeah. never seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, we watched it together. Dale it has was... never seen a Tarantino movie. I've been taking him oh, through them. They're you. so good, dude. It was funny because at the end, it shows up to the Sharon Tate killings. Yeah. And he just goes, oh, my God, are they going to show it? <laughs> and I literally told him, I go, dude, you know how much Quentin Tarantino loves his violence. Yeah. He goes, I'm going to watch a pregnant lady get brutally murdered. <laughs> I'm like, unfortunately, yeah, Sean. Yeah. And he's literally just, like, getting pale. Yeah. And then they walk in the house, and then the whole scene, of uh, and he's just like, holy shit, holy <laughs> shit, when he's bashing her brains Dude. in. Like, so just even, the like, there's so much, like, that scene's such cool action, but there's amazing comedy. Like, when he's like, he's like, hey, I recognize you. Him. And he's like, I'm the devil. And he's like, it was something way more stupid, stupid than like, that. like Tex or, or Rex. No, and he goes to Rex. And then she goes, shoot him, Tex. He goes, that's it, Tex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My, dude, and the crazy thing about that movie, I saw it at like an art house movie theater. Mm -hmm. And it was like a lot of older people. Yeah. And the crazy thing is when the shit hit the fan at the end, Everybody was dying laughing. Yeah, it's it's like a funny scene when he tortures her with the flamethrower is hilarious. It's because I think I think it's because like these are the worst human beings. Mm -hmm. Like Tarantino knows how to do that. He knows how to like when a good character like Kill Bill. I recently watched for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I I saw same too. Yeah, so like painful. a couple months ago. Yeah, watching Uma. I love Uma Thurman. Yeah, if you're watching this, we love. I don't you. know why you'd be watching this, yeah. but. I'd be I'd love, I would love to you. marry you or your daughter. <laughs> they both seem like wonderful ladies. But, uh, yeah, she's my crush. Uh, but uh, watching her just get tortured is so painful. And then you he, he does this great thing. When your hero gets tortured, it's so painful and disgusting. Yeah. But then when the villains get tortured, you're just cheering. Yeah. It's this magical thing he can do. Dude, because it's even like I'm sure Django like was at first a little hard sell to like Southern or like white people who aren't fond of minorities. Yeah. And he does such a good way of just making sure that and all of the slave owners and people are the evilest oh, yeah, fucking yeah. people. The way Samuel Jackson's character, when he's leaving them bleeding on the floor at the end, like all of that's so But the great. thing is, all his villains are evil. You can tell, oh, that's the bad guy. Mm -hmm. But they're also, you get why people like them. Yes. yes. Like Leonardo and Django. Yeah. He's a mean, mean man, bad guy. But like, you're like, oh, he's suave. Yeah. He's a little fancy. He can yeah, make a Michelle joke. Candy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like he just doesn't say that's the bad guy. Mm -hmm. You, you're, you're kind of almost him levels. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fu he's fucking great. Um, hey, before we wrap this up, because right. I know we both got to get out of here. You, you, you mind doing a would you rather too? Yeah, let's All right. Do it. Okay. This one is, uh, would you rather have a loud, disgusting fart every time you laughed, or moan sexually overly loud every time you ate something? 
So loud moan every bite of food or every little giggle, a loud fart. I'll take two. I already do that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this fucking Dude, we junior. work in comedy. Imagine the green room. That's what I'm, yeah. yeah. Oh, how stid, yeah. Oh, it would just be bad. They, I would never get booked on shows. Oh, no, never, dude. And that's the thing, too, is just like, all right, look, both are awkward, but yeah. like a moan, uh, it's done. If I bust ass right now, mm. it's here for several minutes. Also, it's like, like I'm eating something good. Yeah, dude. You're like, oh, fuck, I guess Tony just likes I'm a food. little jealous, too, that you just mm. came eating that burger, you know? <laughs> It'd be funny. I'm just eating, like, a Jolly Rancher. Oh, uh, I guess Tony loves Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> <laughs> Put that mint in my yeah. mouth, dirty boy. Mm, mm. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, I think that one, It's it was an interesting one. But, yeah, obviously you got to go. Let's see. This one's on Reddit, so we have a comparison. Yeah, out of 100 votes, 70% said yeah. moaning. Yeah, you can't. The problem is, is, is it says, it doesn't say a loud fart. Oh. It's a loud, disgusting fart. <laughs> when you click on the thing, it says stinky fart. So <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That You know what I mean? That, yeah, there's a stinky, different. Stinky, winky fart. <laughs> That's funny. P-U. That's hilarious. All right. Uh, this one is not from Reddit. This one's for me. Would you rather sleep with the queen or Betty White? In their Betty oldest White. age, Betty, Betty White. White. Betty White's kind of like she had a little like adorableness. To no, her. Betty White was, dude. She was dope, man. Yeah. Betty White was fun. You could cuddle with Betty. I bet the Queen smells, dog. Oh, dude, the Queen would just like after you're done fucking her, she just got shoo shoo. Shoo, be gone, be gone, be gone. Don't kill a minority. Dude, be Betty gone. White would take you to a fucking uh, a hometown buffet after. <laughs> dude, you you'd go to you'd fuck a hometown buffet, and then bingo night, dude. It Not would, the whole time buffet, dude. Dude, yeah. <laughs> you would fucking go bingo night. Then you'd come back, you know, before bedtime at 7 p.m. Yeah. You'd get one more round in, you know, fucking watch some Nick at night. And then just fucking she's pa- passing out in your arms, dude. It'd be She'd be romantic, dude. Yeah, probably, Betty. Uh, you might get to go hang out with, with like, another famous old yeah, part, like Dolly Parton. You're having cocktails with yeah. Dolly P and, and Betty White. Betty dude. would be sick, dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sleeping. I'm going with Betty. Also, you know, you know, shout out America, dude. I gotta, I gotta sleep. Yeah, with. yeah, fuck the queen, <laughs> dude. Uh, speak, speaking of the queen, real quick. Uh, yesterday on stage, I thought I was on a show, and I thought it would be funny if I stood in silence for a whole minute to start my set and then dedicate it to the queen. And I did it. I did Rough House Brewing, which is just like all old white people. And I did it. And I was the I was the last comic going up too. So it was like. That, you know, they're, oh, you're headliner. We're all just doing 10 minutes, but you're headliner for the night. So everyone's like, oh, what's he going to do? Bro, I like, I, I so silent, I dragged a chair up next to me because there was no, like, <laughs> and I go, I go, I go. There was a moment of silence for the queen. I know we're all torn up. <laughs> Utter silence That's response. Funny. S- uh, silence for two seconds. Someone goes, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> That's great. And it fucking leveled the room, this dude. And I was like, you son of a bitch. And like, it ended up being a fine set. Like, I started going, I was like, my bad, a revolutionary yeah. war. And people started chanting with me, That's revolutionary funny. war. But like, That's funny. Oh, bro. Because I, I even like the, I got in and the bartender's like, do you have any queen jokes for tonight? And I like, I'm like, <laughs> I actually was thinking of doing this. And she starts dying. She's like, yeah. That's so funny. You have to. So now I have like confidence yeah, of yeah, another yeah. person. Bro, like, when it didn't, when the guy, when the silence hit, I laughed so hard myself because it was like, I, in my mind, I was like, this is going to kill, dude. <laughs> no one made any queen jokes the whole night. I was like, it's mine. Yeah. And yeah, it could not have gone worse, That's dude. <laughs> it almost derailed, derailed my whole fucking set. <laughs> um, 
Okay, uh, last one, and then we'll wrap it up. Would you okay. rather be bald or have all white hair? Oh, dude, all white. All white hair, yeah, because we both have, like, decent hair. Like, Oh, dude, uh, all yeah. white. My grandpa, dude, on Germany, dude, all white hair. He still has it all. Fucking. Yeah. I'd much rather be the silver fox than, oh, yeah. like, the creepy bald guy. It's hard to pull off the bald look. I have a weird shaped head. Oh, me too. I got like low, like low key big ears and a big nose. Like maybe it's not even that low key, but like it gets super high key if I don't have, <laughs> have hair, hair on yeah, my yeah, head. Yeah. Like you start like, I'm not saying I'm an attractive man, but I become a very ugly man without hair. Like did, you could just. Did you ever have a kid in high school that went bald? In high school? No, after high school. Oh, we had one kid in high school was going bald. Oh, that's terrible. And he so just looked terrible. at him, and like every time I saw him, I just wanted to give him a dollar. Yeah. Like I was like, he felt easy. like a homeless guy. Yeah. But I was just like, fucking get a toupee. And that's too <laughs> early to to commit oh. to being bald. You can't do no, it. No, like medically, he was just losing. Oh shit! He was just that losing. sucks. It, like no choice. We did have we had a kid in like junior high who like had stress, and he would pull his hair out. So it was the craziest thing because he had hair down to his like shoulders yeah. but was bald on top and he would wear a hat and hide it and like <laughs> here's kind of the cool part i'm gonna give you and then we'll, we'll wrap it up with this little story he was in third and fourth grade he was like the school bully he yeah. was the first guy who figured out your mom in our grade oh, okay. so like he was the kid who'd be like, can you pass me that? I don't know. Can your mom pass me that? And was like, oh, huh? yeah, everybody shit. loses their shit. Yeah, and so yeah. he was like the king and would like bully the fuck out of people. Then obviously around like sixth grade, that shit don't work no more. It's played out. And we know now how to like hurt people. <laughs> so he starts to like lose his reign a little. And from that, he develops this stress. And I get, I think on the side of his parents might have gotten a yeah, yeah. divorce or something. Something a little more, <laughs> not as fun. Some real shit. Some real shit. Yeah. But he starts to pull his hair out. And now everyone remembers him as the bully, but he's hairless. So instead of like most kids where you wouldn't have mentioned it, it was open season. Oh. People would run out to him and go, Smeagol, Smeagol. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And run away, dude. Like, Is that kid dead now? He had to change schools. I actually feel bad because I'm... He had know, to change schools? I just called him Smeagol a few times, <laughs> you know? <laughs> he, called, he said my mom a lot when I was a kid. It's payback, bitch. I remember. I've been doing push-ups in my room waiting for this day. <laughs> Only if he balls, then yeah, I'm going to get him. The last memory, I remember he went to freshman year. He tried out for football, and he was, like, so unathletic and, like, so out of shape that he – we're doing conditioning, and he was, like – they were, like – he fell on the ground. It was, like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And the coaches were, like, well, he has 15 seconds to make it across this line before you all run the rest of the day. So it was muddy, and it had rained. So, like, me and – like, not – actually, two other kids – grabbed him by his arms and dragged him through the mud to the finish line because if we he were like dude get up Holy you have to shit. make it in 15 or we're in, or the coaches say we all have to run he was like i can't do it and kids just grabbed him and like dragged him across and then like he quit the next day and then i like never saw him again it was a very big fall from grace dude holy shit yeah Kind of like a Tarantino film, you know? You guys killed this kid. We killed this kid. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to scrap this part of the yeah, podcast. Yeah. I just, <laughs> just admitted the murder live yeah. on the podcast. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that was a sad one. I forgot how sad the story is. <laughs> that was is. very sad. Well, you want to? You got anything to promote, dude? Comedian Tony Casillas. Uh, yeah. You can check out my dates on there. Follow him. Uh, It'll be in the bio. Yeah. And Link then my podcast, that. Thoughtless Experiment, that I do with my buddy Sean Riley. Yes, great podcast. One to talk about. We didn't get to it. But guys, go yeah. check it out. You'll love it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. If this is your first time or your 124th time listening, I appreciate you. But most importantly, thank you for letting us be your last resort. See ya. Yeah, check it out now. It's like this shawl. It's like that, Anna. It's like this shawl. It's like that, Anna. Like that. Check it out now. Check it out. uh, This one right here is about a girl. And you've seen this girl before if you've been to any club in the whole wide world. Check it out. Her nickname's Last Resort. See her in the corner with a plastic fork. You see her out the side of your eyes. Only girl in the club. Your Last Resort Production.